you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we are telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Today's story uh, requires a little warning to parents and teachers. This particular material you might find objectionable for younger children, so we recommend you personally listen to the story before allowing children to listen to it. Today, we're telling the story about Dinah, Jacob's only daughter. Dinah makes some unwise decisions, and an evil person takes advantage of her. Unfortunately, all sorts of other bad things happen. So without further ado, let's get into the story itself. Jacob had 11 sons, but only one daughter. Her name was Dinah. One day she went out to be with some of the young women of that area. And while she was there, a prince named Shechem saw her and raped her. After he was done, he felt affection for her and spoke tenderly to her. He said to his father, I love this girl and I want you to talk with her father so she can be my wife. Jacob heard about his daughter's rape while his sons were away watching the cattle. Before they returned, Shechem's father came and talked to Jacob about the possibilities of a wedding. Dinah's brothers were furious when they heard about all of this. They felt this was an outrage to the entire family of Israel. The young man's father said, Please think about the good that can come from this. My son loves your daughter. Let him get married. We'll then give you our daughters to marry, and we'll become one people. Shechem said, I'll do whatever you ask if you'll allow me to marry Dinah. Jacob's sons thought of a plan to get revenge. They said, we can't give you our women because your men aren't circumcised. They would be a disgrace to us. The only way we could agree to your terms is if every man in your city was circumcised. If you agree to this, we'll give you Dinah and take your daughters as our wives. But if you refuse to do this, we will take Dinah and leave. Shechem and his father were happy with these terms. They went back to the city and met with all the men. They explained the agreement and then said, This is a great deal for us. They have a lot of possessions. In time, it'll be ours. All we have to do is be circumcised. All the men agreed and were immediately circumcised. Three days later, they were still in great pain. Two of Dinah's brothers, Simeon and Levi, went into the city and totally caught the men by surprise. Systematically, they killed them all with swords. They also killed Shechem and his father and took Dinah from their house. Afterwards, the other brothers went and plundered the city. They looted every house and all the fields. They took the women and children, the, their possessions, and all the livestock. Jacob was shocked when he found out about this. He said to Simeon and Levi, You've caused this whole land to turn against us. Once news of this gets out, all of the surrounding towns will come at us with a mighty force and totally destroy us. They said, What choice did we have? They can't treat our sister like a prostitute. God said to Jacob, Hurry, go to Bethel. Build an altar at the spot I appeared to you when you were running from Esau. Jacob then gave instructions to his family and all the people with him. He said, Purify your hearts and get rid of all your idols. We're going to Bethel. 
and I'm going to build an altar to God. He has always helped me wherever I've gone. So the people gave him all their false gods and earrings. Jacob hid them under an oak near the town of Shechem. They then went to Bethel, where Jacob built an altar. God sent a terror over the cities around them, so they were afraid to attack Jacob and his sons. God met with him and gave him all the promises of Abraham. Afterwards, they left Bethel and moved south. Along the way, Rachel died, giving birth to her son Benjamin. She was buried near Bethlehem. Let me read a quote from John MacArthur to you. As Christians, we accept one foundational truth, God, and everything else makes sense. An atheist denies God and has to accept incredible explanations for everything else. It takes more faith to deny God than to believe in him. Think about that. Those are wise words. The theory of evolution. I mean, that's that, nothing from nothing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Let's read verse 35.5. And they journeyed, and the terror of God was upon the cities that were all around them, and they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. Interesting. The world has a bias towards idolatry. The lost would never begin to believe that God could or would terrify. Actually, a lot of churches, all they talk about is God's love, God's peace, God's reassurance, which is all there. It's all true. However, a little honest reading of Scripture will convince them that God is to be greatly feared. The Apostle Paul said that it is knowledge of the terror of the Lord that should cause the Christian to persuade men and women to flee to the Savior. So if that's not motivational, I don't know what is about sharing the gospel. That also takes me back to the story about the watchman in Ezekiel. Let me read that to you. It's Ezekiel three sixteen through 21, I believe. And at the end of seven days, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. If I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you give him no warning, nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way, in order to save his life, that wicked person shall die for his iniquity. But his blood I will require at your hand. But if you warn the wicked, and he does not turn from his wickedness, or from his wicked way, he shall die for his iniquity, but you will have delivered your soul. Again, if a righteous person turns from his righteousness, and commits injustice, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die. Because you have not warned him, he shall die for his sin, and his righteous deeds that he has done shall not be remembered. But his blood I will require at your hand." But if you warn the righteous person not to sin, and he does not sin, he shall surely live, because he took warning, and you will have delivered your soul. Read that scripture again. That's Ezekiel three sixteen to 21. It's our duty. It's, we are called to do that. Like I said in previous episodes, I mean, it's the most loving thing that we can do with our brothers and sisters is to share Jesus with them. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. 
You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.